0: Well, here's one I haven't read before from I Heard God Laughing. It's actually on the back. I've never looked at the back before. <laughs> forever dance. I am happy even before I have a reason. I am full of light even before the sky can greet the sun or the moon. Dear companions, we have been in love with God for so very, very long. What can Hafiz do but forever dance? So I'm going to just share a
1: few things. And after I'm done doing that, I'll see if Jim has anything to share, but we might do some Q&A today. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) So there's things that have been unfolding, well, actually for many years, especially over the last nine years um, in Inner Light Ministries in this pathway of sun and light that Jim and I are presenting here. And so I want to share a little bit more with you of some of the changes or growth that's been unfolding in that that journey of awakening for both Jim and I personally, but also as the group. I mean, just as you know today, even doing the class from 3 to 5 instead of in the morning is a change, right? So it's been, in a sense, simple as that, that there's been changes going on, but yet even still the same, it's always been the same in our focus. So one of the changes that are going on right now that I'd like to share with you actually began back around this time in 1999. And at that time, some of you were around here in November and into December is when I started stepping forward in my own awakening to come work with Jim in this action of initiation that we're doing now. And in that journey, some of you were there actually in the class on January 4th of the year 2000. That was a very profound day for myself as well. But during that class, towards the end, Jim also made an announcement at that time that he was going to begin to uh, move forward in an action of taking greater care of himself. And part of that action, as he was told by Spirit, in December of 1999, on the December 17th I believe was exact, that Spear shared with him that he was to, at that time, stop doing the counseling work that he had been doing. And many of you that may be aware or remember that at the time Jim was working more with the blue light, or what we know as the Christ consciousness, and really in his action of counseling as well as the classes, assisting people to come into more their own inner knowing of their own soul consciousness. So in a way, that was part of this action of initiation, but not the fullness, as we share today in the initiation process with the sacred names. But in that journey of Spirit asking Jim not to do the counseling anymore was not because it was Spirit taking something away, but really beginning to create the space by which the greater action could unfold. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that greater action that has been unfolding in Interlight Ministries and is continuing to unfold even today as we move forward. Part of the reason for spirit sharing not to do the counselings anymore on one practical level, doing appointments one by one by one takes a lot of time and takes a lot of energy. And ILM was beginning to grow and to expand. And so with all the more people on a practical level, how do you work with more people? In groups. So at the same time that Jim was asked by Spirit not to do the counselings anymore, at the same time Spirit also shared with him that now in a sense doing a class or a group would replace doing the counseling. So in a sense it was an expansion. So instead of one person at a time, it was one group or the consciousness overall which in one level obviously is practical because the more people there are, there's not all the time to spend one-to-one. But on the other level of that, there's also support even on a personal level for Jim and myself in this case, that energetically as well as time-wise, working with everybody, we had to move into a mode of working more with the group to support that action of awakening. So one of the things and why I'm bringing this up today is, in a sense, a reaffirmation of what Jim shared back then. And many of you know that even though Spirit shared with him as far as not doing the counselings, well, it's taken him a few years to really kind of get that down maybe in a greater way. Because many of you know, he still has been doing, as we've tried to change the name to interviews and then appointments, to really hold that focus more on the path of initiation Whereas the counselings were really more assisting people working through their own personal challenges in their lives, as well as focusing more on the divine within. So over the years, we've been, in a sense, a movement towards a greater focus in the spirit and a gradual movement away from all that time and energy that we've put into more of the other realms of the mind, the emotions, imagination, and body. And we're continuing to do that. And the wonderful thing is that over the years of this expansion and movement into the initiation and the path of sun and light is that Jim and I have both found that as we ourselves personally give our fuller attention and devotion to God, you how many times every class probably we hear jim say god first and god only so as we ourselves do god first and god only guess what we've been seeing how that's been affecting the whole ILM community within each of us coming into god first and god only and it's been a wonderful wonderful journey and for jim and i to hear for many of you sharing over the years of how As we have held to that, you as well have held to that, and in so, how it has supported you in doing the inner journey of awakening through the meditation, through everything we've been doing, and having that greater awakening and inner knowing within yourself. And so, these last few weeks and months, Jim and I have been having some more conversation around that because we have been doing appointments individually. And over the last few months, we've been finding that it has been getting to the point now where it has been taking too much of our energy and time, and we've been finding it harder and harder to really support the overall group, the ILM community at large. And so Jim and I are making more of an effort now to really let go of doing the individual appointments and really looking at our calendars as we move forward, that even in our travels, spending more time in more group activities than all the time we had been taking for the one-to-one appointments. And so that's something we want to put out with the community here, but also knowing that this is recorded will be on the website and CDs, so others will hear that as well, and that we're going to begin to announce that more in other communities as well, so people really understand and know what we're doing, but also why we're doing it. Because we really want all of you to know that every physical action that we take, we do for a reason. We are doing it because that is what we know to do for ourselves and all of us for this path to sun and light as we move forward on this physical level as well as the spiritual realms. And Jim and I know that even these physical actions we take here, do help support that greater action and spirit as we move forward as this unfolds. So we want you to be aware of that. I really liked it this morning in our conversation that Jim and I had is that Jim shared with me, he goes, you know, one thing that I have always done is I have been very open with people and have always shared not only the spiritual pathway and the teaching of that, but also even personally in my own process and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and how I'm doing it. And that's true. That's something that Jim has done and that we all have done really in ILM and we will continue to do because we know the more open and honest and vulnerable we can be in ourselves, with one another, with everybody, that the more space that creates for that action of spirit unfold even into the physical world and if anything Jim and I know I was gonna just about ready to say we hope but really I know the more we do that the more opportunity that gives for everybody else to do the same because that is the way by which truly the soul moves into the greater liberation spiritually is by being open by being vulnerable by allowing not only that action of spirit to unfold but allowing that action of spirit to unfold even on the personal, physical level and into the world. And so, this is how Jim and I do this. This is why I'm even sharing this today. It's so that you know what we're doing even on a personal level and why we're doing that. Because sometimes as we go through changes that, hey, every one of us, there's a part of our consciousness that as change happens, there's a part that kind of gets a little shaken. We get in our routines, our habits, or ruts, if you want to look at them that way. And so sometimes when there's a change, it may shake us a little bit. We may go into reaction or disturbance or resistance, which makes it a little harder. But what I have found is that the more explanation, the more understanding that I have and that I can share with others, that I have found that to make any kind of change a little bit easier and sometimes a lot bit easier, and a smoother transition and all of that. So what I'm sharing right now really is not new. This began nine years ago. But now we're really moving forward in a greater way of really physically needing to make that change of not doing all the appointments. And so that's why I'm announcing that today. But also in so doing, as I just said, we're going to be doing more group activities. I mean, here in Austin, we get together every single week. But everywhere else we go, it's usually just once a year we get to see the other ILM communities, sometimes twice. But I'll even let you know, this year, we're not even going to be going to Hawaii twice. We'll be going once this next year. So we're making a few little adjustments here and there. And at the same time, we are taking actions in how we can support everyone in greater ways as well. And so, we're gonna continue to do that. More open meetings, more initiate meetings, more retreats. Like next year, we have both Hawaii and England. So just to let you know some of the physical transitions or changes that are unfolding, that there is also reason, spiritually as well as practically, that as we move through these different things, for your understanding. So also in my sharing this, in my meditation today, I was going to say this morning, but still adjusting, I guess, to the afternoon here. That if, I'm going to ask Jim if he has anything more to share in this area, but before I do, one of the things I wanted to say is that. If we do move into Q&A depending on what happens with Jim, that one of the things that came forward in my meditation this afternoon was how important it is that Jim and I can do all we can do to support each and every one of you in helping you to understand this pathway of sound and light in this action of meditation that we are all walking in here. Not just through our lectures, but also through your questions, through your experiences. Jim and I walk with each and every one of you that have been initiated in the inner world of spirit, and even in the outer world physically here as we are gathered in this class. We are here to support you. And some of us know the inner support. Some of us have the inner experience where you've seen myself or Jim or the radiant form of the Holy Spirit, however it appears or has appeared. That's why we share all these things. How it does, how it can, how it will appear and work with each of us and what that journey can look like in the many details, in the many realms, including the physical, as well as all the inner realms. So one of the things that I'm saying right now not only today in class, about Q&A, but anytime as we're moving forward, that please, if you have inner experience, if you don't have inner experience, if you really want to know and understand this journey fully, to participate, to step forward, to not only do it in meditation, in your time each day within yourself, But here at class, is that opportunity to take in this pathway, to move into your own understanding. And at times, as we do have Q&A, that you do ask questions. Ask. So you open the door to receive. Many of you do have inner experience now. Even if it's not in your meditation, maybe in the dream state, or maybe during the day. But some of those things you may not understand. That's why we have opportunity to ask questions so that you begin to have the greater understanding. Because I know that as you have that, the more that supports you in your awakening. Because a lot of this inner journey can be, not necessarily is, but it can be very confusing, scary. I guess there's a lot of other words I could use, but I'll leave it at that. Because we don't understand or know not just what it's really about. You won't know what it's really about till you really wake up. Then you really know. Until then, it's a fantasy. But it's a good one. But we all need that fantasy to give us direction to move into the real living experience. So it's important that each of us take responsibility for our own individual journeys and to ask questions when we need to, to support ourselves. And the wonderful thing is, as I sharing of us not doing the individual appointments but more the groups, I know some people hold back asking questions in groups because they're too scared or embarrassed or think my question's too stupid. Those are my favorite kind because I like to give stupid answers is my usual response. I'm good at that. That's where my joy is. There is no question too stupid. Every question is valuable because it's answering something within us, otherwise it wouldn't be there and we wouldn't be asking. It's not about the information. It's about taking responsibility and taking action to remove the barriers that stand between us and God. That's what Q&A is about. Not information, not the mind understanding, but the spirit taking action to let go of the illusion, to step forward into the experience where the true knowing is. And so this outer action of sharing Q&A does do that. It does do that. And I think most of you probably know that, but I know it's good Have a reminder and maybe an encouragement. Even if it's a personal question, maybe sometimes it's good to even ask those in groups. Why? Well, first off, mainly for yourself, for your own freedom. But you might be surprised that even in your own personal questions, you might think are too personal or stupid or whatever you want to call them that may seem embarrassing, you might be surprised at how maybe many other people have the same question or something very similar and by you willing to ask and open that it truly serves and assists others in opening themselves. So please keep that in mind as we do move forward whether it's today or at any time over the years to come. Anything you want to add or go into?
0: Well, so nine years ago when all that began, it really started because um, Brian had stepped forward and in that stepping forward, it also opened up and expanded the action of Interlight Ministries in a very wonderful way. And a part of that opening and expansion was, one, for him to step forward into a new action of responsibility on his part in what ILM is and was and was to become. And two, by stepping forward in the way that he did, it allowed me to also step forward into a higher frequency of consciousness to begin serving in a greater way which is to, at that time, move into bringing forward the action of initiation into Interlight Ministries. And so, at that time when they told me that I was to stop doing the counseling work, on December 17th, I remember very clearly um, as I was sharing that, at that time also the consciousness that I'd been holding to do the counseling work began to lift out of me and went into Brian. And I knew at that moment something truly was happening and that Spirit was serious about what was next and <clears throat> that it was for me to expand into it just as it was for him to expand into it. And with that began a, a new kind of a journey. Uh, between myself and Brian of spiritual teacher and disciple in a way that was maturing and becoming, but at that moment it truly began in earnest. And that then began the spiritual action within Inner Light Ministries to be an action of initiation in the world with the path of sound and light. And so it was really on December 17th of 1999 that that really formidably became a reality in the world and in spirit. And at that time I knew and I really began to move into not doing appointments or counselings that I I called it back then where I was doing work with individuals and talking about past lives and helping them to understand the karmic patterns and to handle them in different ways and began to refocus in how to do the next step. Gradually, over time, it moved from counselings to what we call appointments, which was just talking and sharing with people about the path of initiation and for those who are initiated, helping them to understand better about the inner journey. We've been doing that now for a number of years and it has gotten to the point now that that with this growth, Spirit has said better to do 25 at a time than one. With the same amount of time that you would take with one person, you can do 25. And so now we're going to be moving more into a group dynamic, a group sharing, rather than doing the individual appointments to assist the community as a whole and to build community that way. But also, if you pay attention to question and answers and listen to them online as we've done them over the years, you'll find that a lot of times somebody can ask a question and inside you're going, ooh, that's my question. Or I wanted to ask that, but I just never had the courage to step up and ask it. And it's not just your question, and it's not just your answer. It's really we're all on this journey together. And whatever I can ask and get an answer for, it's going to assist me, but it's also going to assist me and other people that part of us where we all connect as one will also receive that answer and be able to utilize it at some level if we pay attention and if we take it in and begin to utilize it in that way. So, it's been a wonderful journey so far walking all this and expanding into this and now we're moving into yet a greater expansion of this action together. Brian really, and I'm sure you all can a claim to this, that he truly has stepped up now and is living more fully the consciousness that he took on in December of 1999. And that you have watched him move and grow and mature into this action of this spiritual light that was placed with him, this mantle of authority that was given to him on that day. And it truly is a mantle of authority. I received it years prior and he took it on in December of 1999 and it takes time to grow into this. It's wonderful to think, oh it's instantaneous, all of a sudden you see God and you live in this and, and the world has changed. But it's a growth, just like everything else is a growth. You grow into this, you move into this, you open into this, you let go of other things to hold on to this mantle now. And he's done that and now lives and dwells in that. But now with that, there's yet a new change coming about of both of us together stepping yet again into a higher frequency of serving our ILM community and serving humanity in that way. Because as we each individually step forward on this path of awakening, on this path of becoming soul liberated, as we step forward, we assist all humanity. In the Bible it said, I, if I be lifted up, shall draw all men unto me. As we step forward on this pathway and truly step forward and anchor ourselves in higher realms, into the soul realm, into the realms of spirit and become soul liberated, we assist we create opportunity for other souls to also move forward this creation does not like a vacuum and the moment we clear karma and we step forward into greater liberation into an action of freedom from this creation we have created a vacuum if you will a space where we occupied no longer is occupied by our karma or by our reactions or by our consciousness. Because we now dwell above the mind, we now dwell in the soul, in the spirit, it creates a vacuum. And immediately, the Lord of this creation demands that all vacuums be filled. And how does he fill it? All those beneath that space where the vacuum resides must move up, must move up into filling that. That's part of the law that he has set forward. And so by us moving forward, we create opportunity for everybody else to step forward into new experience. Now most humanity steps forward unconsciously into that action, but it also allows them to begin to wake up, to begin to take responsibility, to begin to take action and not reaction in a way that they hadn't before, And so you, unknowingly, most likely, have done the greatest service you could ever do in the world. We all want to do good in the world. We all long to be of service to humanity, to reach out and to do things. But we don't often have the time or the understanding about how to do it. And then we feel like, well, I'm really not being of service. Well, this is the greatest service you can do because when you are lifted up, you truly do Create the space for all of humanity to step forward one step, another step. And that's the greatest service you can do. And how do you do that? By you meditating. By you meditating, you create that action. You create that opportunity. You do that service. And the service you're doing is to God by sitting down and meditating. That's your service. But that service then expands out into all. And it becomes a great service unto the world itself. That's why the Lord of this creation just loves to do what He can to get into your mind, to get into your meditation and try to dissuade you, to try to discourage you, to try to distract you, to try to put you to sleep, or whatever it might be. Because the Lord of this creation doesn't want you to to liberate yourself but also the Lord of this creation does not want you in liberation of yourself to create opportunities for others to begin to move forward in this journey in a greater way. So be aware how important this action of meditation is and how if you long to be of service realize this is the greatest service you could ever do. Yes, it's great to go out and to feed the hungry, or to assist somebody in their journey on health, or to be whatever it might be, to go visit people in the nursing home, or to take action in some way with serving meals, on meals on wheels, or whatever it (laughs) might be. That's a great action, but your meditation is the greatest service that you could ever perform, because you're serving God, You're serving your soul and you're serving humanity all in the time that you're just holding your focus of loving God. That's a wonderful service. And it doesn't take any extra effort on your part but to sit down and to do that. So this journey now that we're on is expanding once again. And so we are moving to do things a little bit differently And how Brian and I are responding to and doing this movement of loving, this journey of initiation. So you're going to be witnessing a few changes here and there that most likely will not impact your lives at all. If anything, if they do impact it, it will be impacting it in a greater action of loving and awakening but you will see some minor adjustments and changes taking place in order for us to be able to serve the greater community as well as you individually in a a more direct and personal way that both serves you, serves us, but more importantly serves the Holy Spirit. Because we have to answer not to you, not to Tom or Laura or anybody else in ILM that's on staff, not to IRS and the laws that IRS has for nonprofits. We have to answer to the Holy Spirit. That's our boss, if you want to call it that. That's the one we look to for direction, for clarity, for guidance, for understanding. And so we are now being given direction to open, to expand, to move in a new way. And so you're going to be seeing some minor things taking place that really will be a great action in the long run for all of us. And we're not going to share all of them just yet because they're still coming to clarity within ourselves and into maturity within the staff community as as a whole before we take them out into the ILM community fully. But it's going to be fun and Part of that is, is that we're going to be staying home a little bit more. So you'll have to put up with us a little bit more here. (laughs) Oh darn. (laughs) But that'll be fun. We're looking forward to that just as much as, as I hope you are. And it's also going to create new opportunities by how we can serve the community here in Austin, Texas, but also and looking to find ways in doing that to also serve the communities elsewhere that are developing. And they are growing. It's amazing. We're hearing about greater growth in England, Hawaii, Fort Wayne. So we've got a lot of expansion taking place, a lot of growth happening. And so we're having to adjust into that and live into that and find greater ways to to serve everyone in the community here. Not just in Austin, but in all of ILM. Okay.
1: you want to do QA yet? Sure. So what we'd like to do, if we could get a microphone, is I want to, I guess, open it up to whatever questions you may have, if it's about what Jim and I are just sharing about even on the physical level. Um, you know, one thing to keep in mind, I want to just say, because some of you are going, oh, what are all these changes? Jim said they're minor. Like what we just said, not doing the individual appointments and spending more time with groups. So it's that type of thing, um, just to let you know. But we would like to take some time um, for Q&A that if you have questions around what we were just sharing or what I was, or what we were both sharing earlier about really the interaction of spirit because that's what we're really here more to serve. And I cannot say enough how much... I would love to see everybody be as open and vulnerable as they can and ask whatever question or questions you have to keep that opening going. Whether it's a personal question about some of your own process and how to get free, or whether it's about an inner experience. What does that mean? What is that about? Or what are things I can do in my meditation or working with loving and acceptance and forgiveness to create the greater freedom to have more of that joy and the loving or inner experience. So please, because it really is about taking action to really get the greater experience. So I guess Laura's got a microphone, and here's a hand.
0: I think Tom's got to adjust something back in the back.
1: It's on. Now there it's on. We go. I don't know if this is a question, as just much as a comment. I just wanted to say I really like this three o'clock time. <laughs> I don't I didn't really think it would be that important, but you know, because I work during the week and I take uh, clients on Saturdays for my part-time massage practice, Sunday was really the only day I had left, you know, that I could just do nothing and getting up and coming to class I did most of the time, but sometimes not. Um, this really, I don't know, I didn't realize how much it would feel today, how different to just have the whole morning to do whatever and just to chill and do household stuff. And then, it, I don't know, it really it really feels good to me. And I just want to say thank you. I don't know whose idea it was, but I really like it. So I think that's
2: it. Thank you. I'm not sure if it's related to the meditation, but um, I, I've had some psychic experiences in the past and they seem to be more frequent and um, sometimes they're really really minor like I need something and lo and behold you know it sort of magically appears Um, but there's also those that say uh, a few years ago I was going into work and as I was walking across the parking lot I just had this ominous feeling that had to do with work and it was not specific but just ooh, something bad's gonna happen here and i waited and i waited and but after a few years you know the management changed and then the work um environment was not as nice as we'd hoped it'd be and so i go oh i remember having that sort of premonition and recently i had another one and i won't say the details because i don't want a specific answer but as an initiate how should I respond? I'm wondering, should I just sit passively back and watch it unfold? Should I say, oh, I've got this information and so I'm going to change direction with it? And uh, I'm just wondering if there's there's a direction.
0: Well, what is moving inside of you with the information, with the awareness? Is there something moving to take action or... Is there an action to take right now?
2: Well, let me just say it was, um, it was sort of a, again, one of those, oh, something bad's going to happen. But not, I don't know specifically what it was. I just, I was at a unique location with some new friends. And so it was kind of like, oh, I wonder, you know, I mean, the first thought was this friendship's going to go south or something. so.
0: When, when we get something and we're not real sure just how it's going to impact people or if we don't have enough information to really share with them that they can do something with that information, sometimes it's better to sit with it and then see how it might unfold inside of us so that we get more clarity or understanding and first see if it's more about us or if it is about something outside. I found a lot of times when I receive <laughs> something inside in, in, in inspiration or whatever it might be, an intuitive movement, um, I may first think it's out, of, it's out here. It's about somebody out here, or some situation out here, but ultimately it's always about in here. And so I stopped, you know, going out into the world trying to say, oh, pay attention, listen, I've got to tell you this, because I found after a while that it would backfire on me to, to share in that way because most people don't want to know, don't want the information, don't want the responsibility to have to do something, and they don't like to have it put in their face. So I found it's better to be aware and to take action and to sort of be available if and when you need to be there or are needed to assist, then that's fine. But to go beforehand and try to tell people, I found oftentimes just stirs the mud and and makes things more difficult. And also, most of the time it was about me learning about something for myself out of the situation, observing them, how they reacted or did differently, uh, how they handled it or didn't handle it, avoided it or ignored it, or, or moved forward and cleared it. And then I could learn something about how to do that for myself. So I would pay attention there and just see. And it's going to be different every day and every time.
2: Thank you.
3: <laughs> uh, to follow up on last week's um, microphone opportunity, um, um, so update with my process with my mother inside of me. Um, first of all, the sharing that Jim did last week was I, mean, I think it was for me, but i'm sure I'm not the only one that thought it was for me, but uh it did speak to me very clearly uh, everything from the good Jewish girl to my mother dumping you know her stuff on me and I'm um, praying to God so i um i've recently joined a um kind of a group therapy group thing. called It's called the Awakenings Group, which I thought was really a great name. I didn't know that when I became a part of it, but that's certainly my goal. My goal is to awaken uh, further and further. And um, so I know a lot of that is uh, process is of letting go of all that mother stuff that I took on. And um, so last night... Uh, two things. Last night, in one of my dreams, I dreamt that um, uh, I was, the house that I grew up in, I was there, but it was a brand new, kind of remodeled, modern, light-filled house. And um, my mother was there. And um, I was trying to call her. And I could not think of the number. I could not get the number at all. I knew I had known the number, but I just could not make contact with her um, so I mean for me, I mean, I know what that means to me, which gives me hope that uh, and trust that I am really in the process of um, becoming the me that I am and uh, you know having her be just the way she was and is now somewhere and um, so I'm excited about that and I have been working also kind of kind of affirmation kind of stuff um, and one that came forward to me yesterday that I want to put out there in the universe is um, my true self is shining through. And that's my affirmation.
0: That's wonderful. And thank you
3: for all of these wonderful everythings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great, both of those sharings. The dream's great, remodeling, it's changing your whole consciousness, and not being able to remember your mom's phone number. That to me is just detachment. And not feeling responsible. So that's great. That's excellent
4: uh, mine also has to do with my mother. <laughs> seems to be a theme here um i um and, and that seems to be something I've been working on about detaching from some of the the i guess the negative ties, if you will, that are there. And um, I found myself in a place of um, almost um, a grieving or mourning with an experience with my mom uh, this last week when I shared some really sad news with her. And when I was really opening myself up for some compassion and, oh, well, how are you and how is Nicholas? Instead, I received criticism and... um, words of what I should do different and you know um you know her and wanting to make sure she wasn't getting any blame and and there was just I really didn't feel any kind of place for um you know like the hug you want to get you know? Is that making sense? and so i I got really quiet and just let her talk and that's been the smartest thing you've you've ever helped me do <laughs> with her <laughs> but i felt myself feeling really there was some sadness and, and a mourning and i and I was wondering about that and, and today meditation i think part of that is because I was moving into acceptance of what was of what that really was, and there was sort of a a grief for what was not an acceptance of that, because um, part of that put me on a journey of looking to fill that place with loving and in some sometimes unhealthy ways and so but in the moment, it just didn't even occur to me or maybe it did in a way just by being quiet and listening you know it didn't occur to me to like try to raise my awareness and focus on God at the moment in spirit it just didn't occur to me consciously you know but I realized I must have done something by keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) Um, But I don't know if there's anything that you can address in that, in those moments. How can I, I don't know, maybe it's just practice, or um, maybe it's just, maybe the first step is what I did to bring myself more aware of God and spirit in those really tough moments.